Chapter 20 Jonathan Harker's Journal 1st October, Evening I found Thomas Snelling in his house at Bethnal Green, but unhappily he was not in a condition to remember anything. The very prospect of beer which my expected coming had opened to him had proved too much, and he had begun too early on his expected debauch. I learned, however, from his wife, who seemed a decent, poor soul, that he was only the assistant of Smollett, who of the two mates was the responsible person. So off I drove to Walworth, and found Mr. Joseph Smollett at home, and in his shirt-sleeves, taking a late tea out of a saucer. He is a decent, intelligent fellow, distinctly a good, reliable type of workman, and with a headpiece of his own. He remembered all about the incident of the boxes, and from a wonderful dog-eared notebook, which he produced from some mysterious receptacle about the seat of his trousers, and which had hieroglyphical entries in thick, half-obliterated pencil, he gave me the destinations of the boxes. There were, he said, six in the cartload which he took from Carfax and left at 197 Chicksand Street, Mile End, Newtown, and another six which he deposited at Jamaica Lane, Bermondsey. If, then, the Count meant to scatter these ghastly refuges of his over London, these places were chosen as the first of delivery, so that later he might distribute more fully. The systematic manner in which this was done made me think that he could not mean to confine himself to two sides of London. He was now fixed on the far east on the northern shore, on the east of the southern shore, and on the south. The north and west were surely never meant to be left out of his diabolical scheme, let alone the city itself and the very heart of fashionable London in the south-west and west. I went back to Smollett and asked him if he could tell us if any other boxes had been taken from Carfax. He replied, "'Well, Governor, you've treated me very handsome.' I had given him half a sovereign. "'And I'll tell you all I know.' I heard a man by the name of Bloxham say four nights ago in the air and ounds, in Pincher's Alley, as how he and his mate had had a rare dusty job in an old house at Purfleet. There ain't a many such jobs as this here, and I'm thinking that maybe Sam Bloxham could tell you summat. I asked if he could tell me where to find him. I told him that if he could get me the address it would be worth another half-sovereign to him. So he gulped down the rest of his tea and stood up, saying that he was going to begin the search then and there. At the door he stopped and said, "'Look here, Governor, there ain't no sense in me a-keeping you here. I may find Sam soon, or I mayn't. But anyhow, he ain't like to be in a way to tell you much to-night. Sam is a rare one when he starts on the booze. If you can give me an envelope with a stamp on it, and put your address on it, I'll find out where Sam is to be found and post it you to-night.' "'But you'd better be up arter him soon in the morning, "'never mind the booze the night afore, 